go ahead and take your Bibles, turn to First Corinthians. We'll be looking at chapter two and verses six uh, through verse number nine today. Uh, let's go to the morning prayer and then we'll jump right into this study today. Thank you. Father, thank you so much for the privilege to be able to come and, and to open your word and to glean from your word today. We pray that the Holy Spirit of God, which we bring with us in our bodies, in our temples, Thank you. 
Jesus. <laughs> 
see where Paul is relating this gospel message. Ephesians chapter 3. And first, we'll just begin in verse number 2. We go to verse number 6. Then I want to jump down and read verse 10 and verse number 11. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 2. Paul's writing once again. He says this. He says, Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by revelation. Now, once again, Paul's talking about this mystery. This, the secret wisdom that he's sharing. That God has given him a revelation to share with the churches. As I've already written briefly, verse 4, in reading this, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. Verse 5, which was not made known to men in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. So what he's saying is this message, this, this, this mystery of the gospel, was hidden to generations past. But God has revealed it to Paul. He's revealed it to the other apostles. He's revealed it to the prophets of the day. And they are now proclaiming this, this, this message, this gospel message. In verse 6, this mystery, here he's going to explain what the mystery is. In verse 6, this mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. Members together of one body and shares together the promise of Christ Jesus. Listen, that is profound. Especially in Paul's day, we've gotten used to this. Right? But that was a profound mystery of God because the Gentiles were pagans. The Jewish people, the children of Israel, God's chosen people, they were and they are the elect. The Abrahamic covenant that was given back in the book of Genesis was given not to the Gentiles, okay? not to the Germans, not to the Irish, not to the Cherokee Indians, which is part of my lineage and the blood that I have through my veins, but it was given to the Jews. What is the Abrahamic covenant? Bless those that bless thee, and I will curse those that curse thee. And God said, let me say, we better be careful how we treat Israel. Amen? Do we want blessings or cursing on the nation of Israel? Do we want blessings or cursings from God on our individual lives? If we want blessings, we better support Israel. No. One of the reasons I believe that America has been blessed is because of the Abrahamic covenant and God fulfilled his promise, and America has been built to Israel, but have stood by Israel. Therefore, God fulfilled his promise, the Abrahamic covenant, covenant to the nation of America. And you wonder why we're blessed today? It's because God is a sovereign God. God is a God that's on the throne. He is ruling. I love what the Bible says in Corinthians. It says, all of God's promises are yea in Christ Jesus. If they will be fulfilled, he doesn't go back on his word. Why does America be blessed when we stood with Israel? But, but notice something now. There's something profound that Paul is writing about. You see why now it's a simple gospel when you say that you're both right and wrong? You're right in the fact that it's simply all you've got to do is ask by faith and believe Jesus after you and ask me your heart and repent of your sins and put your foot again and go 
Thank you. 